Nick, I want to start by saying how surprised I am at how much this process that we're undertaking has um, filtered through into so many things in life. I, I think about it all the time, like, uh, and, and I've started seeing like, like some of the big ideas that we've really dismissed, but like I see them come up in regular life and, um, and just, and uh, now I have shorthands to dismiss things that I was previously just a bit suspicious of um, outright. So it's, it's becoming its own ideology. I'm glad that I've cursed you with my uh, same brain fever, Chris. Like, again, it's, I don't know, it's just one of the funnest things in life, I think, is to be able to look at um, really foundational concepts and premises uh, that, you know, that people in society are investing their whole lives in and just go, that there's nothing to that. It's not good. Um, no. <laughs> it's, yeah, just, just, yeah, bom, bom. And, um, yeah, and then even better when you have the choice to just um, disinvest from it personally and just not, yeah, just not live your life that way. And, again, there's also, it's, uh, you know, there's more to this podcast than um, trashing things. There's also the elevation of the ideas that we discuss and find to be great or um, the really interesting discussion of ideas that are a functional mix of pros and cons that still, you know, that still uh, have merit of being included in the middle of the list. But come on, like animus is a part of the human condition and an enjoyable part. And just like just smashing, trouncing ideas that are um, evidently bad uh, is, yeah, it's, it, it should be a celebrated thing to do. And, um, yeah, I feel like it's in some ways it's it's one of the uh, purest expressions of the human condition to be able to just uh, be a hater. Uh, on the on the correct things, obviously, and that's why this podcast exists, so that people don't have to conjecture or wonder about which are the correct things. We should have a public holiday where we burn books. <laughs> <laughs> this is, we really are reinventing the wheel here at at, at the rank there's nothing ideas, new at the Rank Ideas <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah, even podcasts weren't new, uh, but they are now your favorite thing. So that's great. Um, and we can tell it's your favorite thing because we've started to get some engagement, um, some listener suggestions, our call out about uh, wanting to ramp up our discussion of listener suggestions for ideas before our 50th episode um, has, uh, you know, this, it's me meeting with a response. Um, to clearly the joke, people took our lighthearted ribbing of ourselves about how not secure our internet presence is to heart because most of the suggestions I've been getting have been direct messages to my various social medias. So good to see that it's confirmed about how easy it is for me to find. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so of the suggestions, um, I've got, I thought a few that could be funny. This uh, Again, whether or not we think these are good ideas, we can morph them into what we want to do, but just looking at the spread of sorts of things we're getting, uh, a few different people suggesting money, unsurprisingly. Um, people talking <laughs> – separate suggestions for art and for good art. Um, mul Ooh. Yeah, multiple suggestions for karma. Clearly that's a thing that people have strong opinions about. Uh, euthanasia, um, nice uh, spicy idea for your um, weekday podcast listening. Um, the news, um, gardening, um, Someone suggested cargo shorts. I thought just ranking shorts could be a fun thing to do at one point, just in terms of just as a, a callback riff to that story you shared on one of the podcasts about uh, the journalist who tried to reduce your artistic practice down to um, your uh, choice to often wear shorts. 
Yeah, I don't think tried to. I think successfully and correctly. <laughs> <laughs> well, in fairness, your um, uh, it's the engagement with your practice has only exploded since then. So really, you owe that person a debt of gratitude for giving people a handle on the complexity of your practice that they could grab. Yeah, I should send them some scissors and like a a guide on how to cut your pants mm. in thanks. Maybe just. Um, oh yeah. I was just going to say um, end journalism in our time. I guess journalism. Oh, yeah. I guess another journal journalism is another thing that we could rank. Uh, I wonder how we'll uh, think about it. Um, sorry, what were you going to say? Any any of those jumping out particularly? We've got we'll... yeah, all of them. They're all good. I really appreciate people sending them in. Um, I kind of want to yeah. Why I I journalism you just you bringing up journalism makes me really want to talk about it because i know that you and i really have it in for journalism and i can't <laughs> i can't get i don't know why i haven't really interrogated it to its core but there's so much about it that makes me sick so, um yeah would you be happy to do that yeah i'm really i i think it's worth doing so that i can through discussion i can work out once and for all how much of my hatred of journalism is a bit that got out of control and how much of it is sincere whether there are upsides for journalism uh that can uh, secure it a higher spot on the list or, well, let's see what happens on the other side of the theme song. Pinging through the ether like a giant emotion, this lotion, this lotion, sometimes commotion, sometimes no commotion, rank ideas, take them to the bank ideas. Rank Ideas is the podcast where we rank all human ideas from best to worst on a giant list. I'm one of your hosts, Nick Deladovic. And I'm the other, Chris Andrea. And I just want to say that if you are able to conclusively demonstrate a non-human idea, um, we will rank that too, but it will probably require a new list and a new podcast. Yeah, or a, or just a new non-human host. And I don't mean an animal host. I know that's what you're thinking. No, I yeah, mean... Grow up. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, whatever the diametric opposite to um, a human would be, um, which, uh, yeah, I, I'm... I'm going to guess hula hoop, but you know, this is, uh, it's not everything is, I'm the, I'm a lay person. Not everything is within my scope of knowledge. So I'll be excited. I, I to think find it's out. a slightly different human. <laughs> uh, so you and I are the opposites of each other because we are, let's face it, <laughs> slightly different to each other. Yeah. There's not that much. You're really good at, you're really good at sport. That's <laughs> That's that's the main one. I uh, I learned I learned to somewhat kick a football that time that you somewhat taught me to. Um, people are people are stinging to hear our uh, discussion of journalism. Um, that's our topic today that we're going to be ranking. Um, Chris, do you want to uh, try and give a a basic definition uh, before we this before we start the spice? Um, just trying to think of what the distinction is between journalism and any other sort of. Um sharing of information feels like the there's a there's a value system behind it and a culture behind it i mean i think it's a little similar to sport in that it's a culture as much as a form um there is you know there is a culture of journalism there's a journalistic class but i think um the to me it occurs the idea that uh it's the reportage of information um it's it's one one stripe of that one category of that um, and there's there's the idea that it's being done for the public good. So it comes from a un, undoubtedly laudable um, notion of the of the motive is that the public good is served by um, there being a uh, 
population of humans who are providing the larger population with information about goings on in the world or locally. Mm-hmm. Um, often, group you know, uh, grouped under, under topics is the uh, current mode of how it's done. And there's an idea, um, again, there's, uh, not intrinsic, but uh, strong in various cultures of journalism. There's concepts like objectivism. There's concepts like of, um, uh, you know, revealing that which needs to be revealed. Um, you know, there's uh, a lot of, you know, uh, modern, um, there's a lot of old sores that get repeated a lot in terms of things like um, speaking truth to power or um Things you know, as, there's also a, a concept of there being distinctions between things being worthy of journalistic interroga- interrogation or not, and uh, a lot of hand wringing o- o- historically over those distinctions and how they get um, control, is how they get affected by the supply and demand of the audience. When do you think? When do you think? What year was it when there was the first journalist? I definitely don't know. I feel like it's the the, sh- the shift because obviously you have storytelling and you have re- and you know you have non-fictional storytelling, just the relating of facts and stories of things that happened. Um, I definitely don't know uh, what what year in human history you'd have the first person who would categorize themselves as just someone who, um, yeah, uh, investigated. Uh, the events deemed as newsworthy or, you know, edifying or important to the population um, and, you know, toiled away at presenting them in, 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 a, in a way that uh, actualized that sense of them as being newsworthy. I, I have no idea. No, neither. I mean, my first thought was like, oh, perhaps, you know, people who are standing on the corner yelling out what's like giving reportage is, is that function that you can imagine in you know, ancient Rome or something like that. But even then, I don't think that is that because it immediately is like, well, who's like, why are they doing it and who's funding them to do it? If is it just public sharing of information? And this, this, this to me makes it a useful, I think this is why talking about it as a cultural form and identifying the markers of that cultural form is useful because I think reporting, yeah. just reportage is a separate idea and yeah. makes, and carving that out of it and honing in on what journalism is culturally, um, and, uh, rhetorically, conceptually, um, allows us to actually talk about it effectively and rank it. So, um, let's, <laughs> let's start generously. What do you think? What is What are the obvious, um, pros, positives, uh, nice things to think about, about what, um, journalism might, it's, Canon does achieve. Uh, let's face it. There's a lot of lionizing of, of the press of journalists in culture. So what basis do you think that happens on Chris? I guess the main one is the the virtue of being able to have a class of people trying to understand things that um, others are trying to keep hidden that maybe in everyone's interest to know. So um, and to keep every like the 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 exchange of information, like journalism incentivizes isn't it as a culture incentivizes an exchange of information, um, and that that comes with all its own weightings and problems and. Um, skewed incentives but uh the, the general idea of exchanging information is is really critical for people to be able to make uh informed decisions in their own lives and to um raise the sort of baseline um consciousness that people have about their own society and um other people and what and what's ca- what's what what uh, the consequences of various actions and um can be in those society and the and the types of people that are out there that's that's also something that we've talked about before 
with celebrity um, as a virtue. You know, it's 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 fascinating to know um, how certain other people um, can live their lives, and um, that can inform how you choose or don't choose to live your own. Um, so we're talking about so it's there's a transmission, there's a utility of transmission. The idea that yeah. if people, the idea that if you don't have a mechanism for um, information about what's happening in places that aren't hyper local to yourself, then it, it's going to then there are huge negatives to not having that information, um, and that um, yeah, uh, and and I guess there's an argument that yeah, I guess the whole argument comes down to who are the who are the effective um closer to you know closer to best actualized um uh, organizations and uh types of people to do that you know so you've got journalists as one i guess the other you know i mean let be quickly let's itemize like what are the other ways that information might be transmitted to a populace about the larger world i mean there's this it might be done from a it might be done from a government it might be done through popular entertainment um, which obviously has a lot of um, uh, complicated bleed through uh, with journalism in a modern context, probably always. Um, it could be just accessible press releases from different people that, you know, who say anyone you're interested in hearing from, you could, I guess, you know, as as does happen in contemporary world, you could just follow them directly and see what they're up to. And yeah, I guess there's... Remotely. Yeah, which, you know, and I guess that's the clear thing. I, I guess proponents of journalism might, one argument they might have is that... Um, the allowing people to curate information about themselves or their own organizations mm -hmm. or the, or the um, institutions that they are invested in um, allows for the possibility of them doing that in a dishonest way or a self, at the very least a self-protective way. So I guess you've got right away, you have a potential argument for the idea of the journalist as a, uh, I mean, as, again, there's a lot of talk about the idea of journalists as objective um, uh investigators into situations, but also even this, even the sense of them being, um, uh, aggressive or even hostile investigators into situations like, you know, that are not <laughs> and, uh, a constitution of people who do not give, uh, the world the benefit of the, of the doubt and seek for evidence of claims or just evidence of what is actually going on. Yeah. That was one that I read this week, um, of a, a journalist saying that, um, you know, if you're asking, I mean, it's, it's an old, apparently some old expression in that their circles. If if your mum tells you she loves you, you ask for evidence. And um, uh, the best thing um, I can say, yeah, in defence of that mm -hmm. argument, is that yet yeah, the uh, it posits a world where people would rather know for sure whether their mum loves them. So you know, there's again, there's a there's a little shred <laughs> of <laughs> of pure optimism in there. Um, it reminds me of, yeah, some of the other things we've ranked on the list that, that have come up recently where you go, um, almost part of ranking them is going, okay, is the optimism about, uh, what they're modeling well-placed, well-constituted, or is it misplaced? Or maybe that's a red herring and, and really what we should be looking at is going like, rather than in, rather than just lazily going, okay, well, the arguments for journalism are this, um, and what, how do they rank against the evident things that, um, the, the bad byproducts of journalism, uh, you know, another obvious question is, are there other better ways? Are there, just, yeah, are there yeah. what are the alternatives? Are there alternatives? But first that, yeah, I reckon I want to land there, but, uh, before we do the ranking, but first let's talk about, um, the obvious 
um, annoying, uh, punchable things about journalism. Um, and, you know, we can just start with the state of journalism today and then we can get into unpicking about whether or not those things are intrinsic to the idea or just artifacts of now. Um, what's, you know, as if, if it is true, Chris, that, um, maybe partially with my egging on, uh, you know, journalism as a thing has gotten under your skin as an irritant, like what, what's, what are some of the things at the heart of that? Uh, it's, yeah, no, it is. It is entirely because of your egging on, but and it's, it's, but it's become such an attractive meme to me. Um, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, can we share some personal stories? I think we can. Um, at this, so the start of uh, this process for me was you. So there's that football game that I play in each year where it's musicians versus journalists, and um, it's a charity game uh, for community and. Um, some of my closest friends are journalists <laughs> and, um, but, uh, you, I was watching them just do something. I was like, God, I hate these people. And you, you came up to me and said, um, thanks for reminding me how much I hate journalists. And it just really resonated. I was like, yes, I feel the same, Nick. And then you said, um, you were, your band was performing at this, this charity game. And you said into the mic twice, um, let's end journalism in our time. <laughs> and, uh, and I, like it just lit a fire in me. I, was, I love it. It's so exciting to me, this idea. The poor members um, of the journalism team just looking, I said that over the mic and they're just looking over from the field where they'd just be like, who, what, who is that? Why are they, being, yeah. why are they being so mean? And the answer is cause I'm mean. Um, even though I, myself, I have at least one or two, um, friends who are journalists, um, who've dedicated their lives to the, uh, pursuit of the craft. Um, uh, yeah, uh, some of the best people and people I love the most are journalists. <laughs> Absolutely. So, but the, but there's something in the uh, it, it is it is it is uh, you raised the the idea of you know how much of it is a product of our time, and I think a lot of, a lot of it is my, my um, dis discomfort with um, a lot of journalism practices, and I think mostly they're ones where um, the inherent virtue of that discipline. Um, uh, have people sailing through the world unquestioningly. Um, and doesn't, there's, doesn't there's get something, interrogated. Yeah. And there's something about that certainty that is so inherently unappealing to me, no matter what the discipline is. And, um, it's one where you certainly find it a lot, I think. Um, and at a time where it's less and less warranted in so many cases, because it's just so clear that so many of the, um, large organizations with, with which you associate journalistic career paths or, um, journalistic practice are sort of, um, not fit for purpose or are corrupted by other things. And, um, and it's, it's tricky, right? Because you go, mm -hmm. cause some of the other ideas, a lot of the other ideas we rank here, you go, well, you can create an elevated higher ranking version of that idea by downvoting all the ideas that cross map against it, which are bad. Um, and I think that might be a little bit at play with journalism, but also, I mean, here's a little one, one example is, the concept of objectivity in journalism. Now, my we yeah. ha we haven't ranked objectivity. My 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 hunch is that it'll be a, when we do it, it'll be a middle shooter at best, just because it's so it's a concept that has little evidence for its perfect application. But potentially, even though it's potentially still useful as a thought experiment or as a process of a guiding star, yeah. But even then, arguable. And um, so, you know, as a, as a thing to be the a central pillar of journalistic values, I think it's, uh, there's, there's big problems with it. Also, if you take it away, um, then you, uh, you have a concept of journalism, it's like you have an unfettered idea of journalism that is ideologically driven or bias driven. Um, so, you know, big problems in that way. 
I think, mm. um, yeah, uh, I mean, it won't shock any of the list, anyone who's listened to any more than uh, five minutes of this podcast, that the big thing that annoys me about journalism, when I see it in the wild, when I l- look at examples of journalism, when I read uh, read articles or see reports, uh, is the reductiveness, is the flat, is is uh, how often um, it is a delivery system for the flattest, most reductive, regressive. Um, confused and ill-informed um, human narratives and ideas. And uh, mm. that is, you know, uh, is that just because that's human discourse at the moment um, or to date uh, in human history? Maybe. But, um, yeah, there is, I think, the fact that, as you say, that there's such a um, there's such a strong internal narrative in journalism and, to, and, and that is accepted by large swaths of the population that, um, you know, that journalism is, uh, this critical thing, this critical act and, um, uh, an act that has an inherent, um, moral thrust to it. Um, it's extra galling when I, whenever example of it I see is, um, at the very least still informed, like just the idea that the one thing that, um, the one thing that the culture of journalism claims to have is, um, in engagement with the idea of research, you know, just research and subject knowledge. And, um, there's, uh, you know, that that's about as true as journalism as, as the, uh, narrative of larrikinism is in Australia, i.e. not true at all in the same way that, in the same way that Australia is a nation of people who, who dob dob on each other. And, uh, we had to invent the word dob. Exactly. (laughs) That's how much we love it. Because we do it more. Exactly. Um, as, yeah, as much as that's a false narrative in Australian culture, um, the idea of, um, yeah, the idea of research and, um, getting your facts straight, uh, is it's not evident in journalism culture. Um, could it be, um, is to me, that's a less interesting question than are there just other models that you could create? Um, it could be just a really obnoxious thing that I end up doing in this conversation and just being like, well, it's less about, is there another model that, that already exists about how, um, the reality of the modern world could be interrogated and then that interrogation can be delivered in a compelling way to the populace, to a in a in a um, way that they can engage with passionately. To me, it's an it's enough to go. Could there be? And I feel like there really could be. Um, but yeah. But what else? What am I, What else am I missing about? Is, is does it, do you, does that resonate with you at all, Chris? Or is the uh, are yeah. you annoyed on other bases? No, I think that gets it's it's the combo that gets to the core of my dis, personal distaste. The combo of um of those values being self-evident and declared and then materially absent. Um, it's, it's, I don't even mind like, and and that's why I like certain completely flippant frivolous things that are known to be those things because, um, because there, there isn't the, the, the pretense of having, um, some, 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 uh, unquestionable worth that we all must, um, appreciate. Um, but, and so that uh, I'm, just, I'm just thinking about um, the other models idea. I'm, try, I'm trying to think of like just pick a material like to to pick a material example. Um, there's a journalist in Canberra, Dan Javasbadi, who has researched the um, processes and reports upon the processes of uh, knocking down um, public housing and replacing it with private apartments. And he's done a fantastic job in writing about that and researching it. And without him doing that, um, you know, there's, 
people can be across the general sentiment of what's happening or can be, um, you know, can look into that information and find it out themselves. But without that, without somebody being incentivized to, to like cover that as a journalist does, it, I, I, I can't see that sort of function existing in the same way. You could argue that the as hypocr- hypocritically as it often plays out, the idea of there being a a values based story of journalism, the idea of a of a of there being a moral crusade model of journalism, spurs people to be journalists in a certain way. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, and then I mean, and again, it's 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 interesting. I mean, then you get into the broad questions of how much these. The reporting on these things, because you know, then you know the this shitty shitty guy Nick Deladovic then instantly goes, "Cool, is that changing? Is the reporting on that changing anybody's positions on these issues, or is it actually changing the outcome? Is it changing the outcome of the housing situation? And if not, why not?" And um, <clears throat> obviously, I'm, I allow for the fact that subtle, small, incremental improvements are important. So it's not about me um, shooting down the idea that just uh, you know. Awareness has utility. Awareness has um, benefits, but yeah, but also I think that's the other, particularly in a world where we've seen the outcomes of um, uh, the journalistic discourse being captured by various ideological camps. Um, mm. Yeah. I think that the secondary and tertiary, et cetera, benefits and even ex- like they're basically externalities of having information like that are so strong that it doesn't really matter if the reporting on, um, you know, particular corruption or whatever doesn't change X system. I just think it's, it's important for people to have um, an awareness of the realities that are occurring in their own society. So like for me, I can see something like that and think, ah, you know what, I'm not going to buy in earnestly to the, to the narrative that um, I live in a democracy, for example, or, um, or various other things that, that, that don't, they don't have to have a material change at, at the point of impact of the of, of an article itself but i think just the general distribution of information um is something that i think we can't see as anything but a good and then so then the, it really is the question of like well what are the other models for doing this i don't think there are um like one of one of the problems of the the you know the current candidates for replacement is it's sort of like you know citizens coming across things and and, and i think there's a there's a trained skill for critical thought and um, information preparation distribution that is important. I remember I saw, um, I saw, I was at a town hall rally once where a guy was um, talking about the coal seam gas uh, wells in, uh, where is it? Just outside of Sydney, Camden, they're in Camden. Um, and these things are so severe that they're like, you know, they were shooting gas fires continuous, like 50 meters from people's houses. And there was, there was sludge that emerged and they had to move the high school and stuff like, you know, big things. And this guy, he didn't have the critical tools to, um, to mount a good case for the health impact of, of this situation. And so he was presenting, he was presenting, you know, he, he was a teacher and he was presenting sort of a PowerPoint of, um, you know, here's the cancer clusters and here's, here's what it is, but he, he didn't have the analytical tools to make that a convincing case that would stand up under any sort of scrutiny, but perhaps someone who did have those skills would have been able to do it. So I think there, I'm not suggesting in this instance, what we needed was a journalist to come in and save everybody. But I think in the same way, um, as you know, uh, I, I think that the, when the, the finest journalists, if they weren't journalists, would they still be doing that type of work and incentivized to, you know, to 
have the compounding of skills and scaffolded knowledge and everything to be able to to offer the service of um, connecting information and presenting it. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't think so. I'm instinctively um, warm towards the idea of, say, of some, of, for instance, you know, um, uh, scientists and people with various subject knowledge um, that are. Uh, uh, cuts against where the actual facts cut against the public intuitions in challenging ways of those people receiving media and comms training so that uh, when they are called upon to talk about uh, their subjects, then those, um, mm-hmm. then, then the, yeah, then they're able to overcome the challenges you were just describing. And I mean, that if I feel warm to that, then I guess I must feel instinctively warm to the idea of there being a, a public comms and storytelling skill set that, uh, that if people have expertise in, they should be listened to. Um, because of course it's not enough to have the good information, um, or the correct information, quote unquote. Um, you know, if you want the public to engage with it in compelling way, you, um, need, you know, you need skills at getting them to do that. Uh, that said, I feel like that often, uh, acceptance of that idea then swings, well, we see day in and day out, it swings too far the other way where you have um, a media that is completely driven by the idea of what uh, is going to capture the public imagination or sell to the public imagination. Yeah, yeah. And my here's my huge critique. I feel like even the supposed experts, even the experts in this, their, ver- their, expert, their expert model of how to engage uh, human beings, and this is, I think this is my biggest problem with how journalism is prosecuted their model for how to engage people in stories is to take hu- the existing human intuitions and pander to them play to them and mm-hmm. to me that is the biggest i the, i this is why i have an imagination space that allows for a for a post journalism superior model of bringing the complexity uh, and truth of the world to the citizenry uh i know what i would want it to have which is um a model for challenging, defeating and remodeling the public intuition. Um, and, uh, I know he would, my housemate, Mark, uh, Mark Fletcher would, um, kill me if I didn't mention him by name in this podcast, since he, Mm. he makes me look like an unabashed, uh, fanboy of the, of journalism. (laughs) He is, he is, uh, tireless in his, um, day-to-day activism, activism against, uh, journalism as a thing. And I think, uh, he's also an academic expert in the, like, you know, researching the public, how the public intuition, uh, he's a legal academic. He's, he, uh, is currently doing his PhD in terms of how people's, um, intuitions of the law, um, is right or, is right or wrong, what factors create those intuitions and how their intuition then shapes the law, that wheel, that, you know, that wheel of yeah, right. momentum, which is fascinating topic. And I think that's fascinating, not just with the law, but with any topic. And, yeah. uh, yeah, he is, you know, it's, he and I are quite sim- you know, we have a shared, uh, sensibility in terms of believing in the idea that humankind can have an elevated understanding beyond their trained and conditioned intuitions, but particularly because I don't, I don't think I believe in natural intuitions as being what are governing people's intuitions as in there, obviously there are, there are heuristics that are shaped by, um, the organism that we are and the, org- and the organism, uh, and the planet that we're on and the organisms we're surrounded by. But then there is a lot that is just conditioned through stories uh, and narratives, and those stories and narratives could be other than, other than what they are. Um, and the current uh, the, the current way that journalism plays out uh, see, it's close enough to 100% of the time 
is in a way that um, goes, all right, hu- humans already think this. We, the best we can do is trying to slip slip something into the model that makes them feel like it's a part of what they already know and understand. And to me, that is, um, that's inferior and easily, it's, it, it can't be that hard to come up with a better version. Could that version still be working with a mo- within a model that might be culturally um, recognizable as journalism? I guess that's the question because you go, well, if the current guiding cultural principles of journalism are objectivity, um, and, uh, let's face it, the other thing that poisons, uh, journalism and I think is a lot of journalists think of as their, as key to their skill set, which to me is, um, a big problem is just the concept of access, you know, journalistic skill, mm. I think so often is, um, defined in terms of can, can this, how good is this journalist journalist at getting access to a world in which they am, that they are investigating? And, um, obviously that's an imperfect system and I'm sympathetic to the idea that, yeah, you access involves having a relationship with subjects. Um, it's not, and it's, it's not the idea of, oh, they, they become morally compromised. Um, even though some, I'm sure some, a lot of the time they do to me, it's more the idea of like, it's just such, it becomes such a glib reductive, um, concept of what the journalistic art is of just being like, I'm the person who gets to, and, you know, obviously the obnoxious, one of the more obnoxious versions of journalists that we, that, you know, we all know in our life is someone who you can tell they just get a lot of joy from feeling like they have access to worlds yeah. that they otherwise wouldn't have if they weren't a journal, if they weren't a member of the press. Do you think that that's, um, I, I, I don't have a negative view of that trait. I think it's, I, I think it was a neutral trait that is both good and bad in its, in its application. Like, I think that, um, you know, without access, like say if you're trying to uncover, you know, say a a underground network of, of criminals or something. And, you know, like access is, is, is as much a part of the skill as anything else in, um, in, in deciphering what story may be there and, and then having the capacity to share it. I guess, um, what I'm being judgmental of is the idea of access without analysis or without, you know, yeah. sim- people who gain a superior level of access, but don't have a, super- don't have a similarly superior, um, practice of analysis or, um, uh, interrogation or investigation. And, uh, at worst, in fact, just, you know, once they learn, um, the rules, you know, the, the ground rules of the room that they've gained access to, then they internalize those rules in a way that, uh, yeah, that, yeah, you that's, know, like, that's a, when, that's a common criticism. Yeah. When they, when they could just as easily have, um, challenged them. Um, and then, you know, then there's the other thing which, uh, is on the flip side, but just as bad, which is just, uh, people, you know, people entering rooms just to challenge them without, uh, without gaining a deeper understanding or subject knowledge of what they're, yeah. of what they're dunking on or challenging and just, just, you know, and again, communicating these rooms to the, to the public in a way that doesn't really, that doesn't give the public any specific insight or sense or sense of what, what that room actually is. It just, it's just, you know, showing them a picture of the room and then framing it in a way that uh, relates to something that they already feel they understand. Something that's really striking about, um, journalism and and news is that I feel like, like the bulk of the product is trash. Like, like, you know, I feel like if, if, um, if a, you know, if an artist released (laughs) a proportion of trash to good stuff in the way that, um, journalistic organizations do like, you know, they, you wouldn't survive 30 seconds. Like it's, 
Um, like a, I feel like I follow, I, fo- I, I went through a period of valuing um, the news and journalistic output and, and followed it really closely. And I, I d- it didn't take me closer to, to the type of knowledge that I was hoping to attain unconsciously in any of the spheres really that I was, that, that I was engaged with. And um, to the point that now, if I want to find out about something, I'll, um, I'll often read histories of, of events subsequent to them and not follow them at the time because um, I, and I think that's, I think that's a, a part of it. Like there, are, I don't think you get the sense, like, I don't think there's a communal consciousness around the idea that most of the stuff that's going on, we don't really know or have a good handle on, like things are reported on as though, you know, we know this and we know this and that that's, that's all there is to know about this topic. But most things we just have no idea about. And that's not baked into the, that sort of uncertainty isn't baked into the, the craft, which, and that uncertainty is something I really, I think is a critical part of, um, interrogation and and i feel like more modeling of uncertainty would be a, would be a feature as as an accept as an acceptable celebratable thing would be at the heart of a of a superior model also in terms yeah. of as someone who you know personally i i don't there aren't a lot of proactive like the the quote unquote news sources that i um like if i if i'm going to look when i wake up in the morning and i look up what's happening in the world um they're all social media um sites as in by which I mean, I don't, I never think of, I think, oh, what's going on in the news. I just engage with a few social medias and I know that whatever the, you know, I know that X amount of news of the world is going to get to me usually in like, by the time it gets to me, it's been through like four stages of backlash discourse and memification, which, you yeah. know, which is often a, which is often a perfectly handy way to get a handle on what's going on because, you know, once, once you also then know what people are saying about it. Well, I can, I've, I've, it's already been interrogated from four different positions, but the other thing, I mean, I did, let me put it this way. I haven't felt that I've had a worse, um, forget about a worse life. I don't think I've had a worse understanding of what's going on in the world since I stopped engaging, um, uh, proactively with news media. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think part of what's happened, I would say the opposite. I, w- I would say the opposite. I mean, obviously it's so easy. Once you step out, it's so easy to step back in and read, you just read any, any, uh, headline of any article and use, and they're all point, they're all, um, toxically formulated in a way that, um, is just, I mean, if you look at, um, any kind of live news story that's playing out over a long period of time, uh, how quickly, how how much the how much content has to be is seems to have to be generated and how much of it becomes just um trying to create a sense of con- of conflicting positions by conjecturing what uh you know like uh, you know basically uh using uh any quote from any quarter to then be uh to then be held up as proof of a groundswell of opinion from a population um, and then, yeah. And I mean, and the other thing I feel like the thing that is, uh, easier to do than ever before is to just find is to locate and listen to subject knowledge, uh, experts on particular issues as in people most like a lot of subject knowledge experts are on social media. Now they want people to know what they know. There'll be, you know, they may have their own pros and cons as communicators. They might have their own propensity to sometimes go out of their lane but again, like, I don't know, as, as someone who I, I value expertise and also think that expertise is rarefied, um, to me, it's not that hard actually to find expert information sources because all it takes is knowing, all it takes is going on the assumption that most information sources are, are bad, are garbage, mm. and um, setting your bar extremely high for what you accept as a as a expert 
uh, subject knowledge opinion. And then once you do that, and then you uh, engage with the internet, uh, you will, yeah, it's, it's, you'll see the you'll see them when they emerge, and they're proactively trying to find us. And if all you need to do is have a, it's a bit like what we were saying right at the top. All you need to do is have the have the wherewithal and the verve to dismiss most of what you're seeing and hearing as wrong, as just wrong. And um, I I feel like I can. Um, yeah, it's, it's so much easier for me to feel that at the moment where I can see in this current uh, pandemic situation, like how many um, loved ones of mine or people I know, uh, how much their uh, extreme, how much their uh, mental state and agitation and anxiety levels are being affected by um, the churn of mm. of of, disc, of discourse information, which just has nothing, no no substance to it. And I think, and yeah, I, again, it's, it's I feel like. Uh, journalism is just another one of those things that that people scapegoat social media for. Social media, <laughs> another thing where people are like the problem is social media. I'm like, social media has its problems, but I think there was a big pre-existing problem that is that social media is just given a bigger delivery system, uh, and one of those problems is journalism. Yeah, look, I'm the type of person who unfortunately has a sufficiently boiled brain to spend any time at all on Twitter, and every time Same. I use it, I'm like. I, I, like I've gone through periods where I've like unfollowed every journalist that I know. Um, but you know, many of them are friends and like people were constantly retweeting news. So it just, it just keeps it's tendrils keep getting back into me. And every time I go on there, there's like, there's a, there's, there's frequent drama between journalists where they're talking about, um, they're having the same sort of discourse, which is, um, my inherent set of observations and and uh, and uh, opinions about the world are true because they are based upon um, you know facts that I've observed and and my um, synthesis of them and people who are who have done exactly the same process and come to different results are evil and wrong and and, the, and they'll and they'll encounter each other and they'll swear at each other or whatever and like it's just such trash it's such poisonous trash and. Um, and everyone is dumber for watching, but because there it does have the human drama element, um, it is compelling, and people do watch it, and and it, it gains much more um, attraction within the discourse than um, you know any other uh, types of information and exchanges that could be considered more worthy by in, by like most metrics. Um, and and I just uh, I just want to un like have a button to unfollow everyone and then just start again with like the four people that I think are really funny. <laughs> it should just be, yeah. Twitter, Twitter, let's face it, at its best. Twitter is a comedy format, a comedy platform, and people should stop yeah. trying to gum it up with other things. It's like I, I lurk on it. I, I approach it as a comedy platform. I have a great time. The um, the any All the behaviors you were just describing, journalists don't, haven't cornered the market on those behaviors. The only, the only reason it's an extra problem with them, like, again, uh, or every ordinary person on Twitter is doing all those same things, but uh, yeah. like, uh, but the problem with journalists is that they have this classification as journalists, and uh, which is a, and, yeah. and this sense of being invested with more acuity and insight, and again access around these issues, and again and the authority of the mythos that, of that's the, of the craft. Do you think that? But do you like? I think that that where you describe in your imagination space, a new form of journalism that wouldn't, oh, sorry, a new, a new idea for exchanging information and, and, um, you know, pursuing stories and synthesizing them and sharing them in, in the way that does have those real world benefits that journalism absolutely gives us every day, which is to, um, expose corruptions and, um, you know, lead to consequences to, to the proponents that would not, would not otherwise exist. 
I think that those would still be con- like I, I'm still leaning on the side that those things are still could would be considered journalism, and um, that the trash that makes up most of it is a result of other of a phenomena that can be addressed separately. I think there are. I think you can improve journalism by downwitting other ideas to an extent. I do. Um, I still think. Yeah, there's still the idea of whether or not it would still be journalism or whether it would just be reporting um, or, or public communication. But I do think, uh, I do think, yeah, I, I would struggle to think of another term that would sum up the investigative aspect of journalism. And I do think that a potential, I do think that this theoretical new um, uh, modeling would um would ideally have a, a, an investigative element and a research element and an element of um venerating uh yeah i get mm, this is the thing is it just how much of am i just annoyed at the idea of the veneration of journalists you know the idea of them yeah yeah which is 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 fair (laughs) yeah and um you know i mean ending it like for just like just to be clear listeners i would be equally annoyed at the veneration of anybody based just based on what they're on just a, a common understanding of what their role in society connotes to as in I think like venerate a plumber if they're an incredible plumber, but don't venerate, mm-hmm. don't venerate plumbers. Don't venerate a soldier if they're, um, you know, uh, if they have a particularly good, um, like a meme story about showing up to someone's high school prom as their date, but don't venerate them just because they're a soldier. And, um, yeah. yeah Dr. Death was a doctor. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> He was famous, though. I venerate him on that basis. See yeah, our, that's, that, our, that's now that's something that's see, uh, that's, that's a quality. Our, see our celebrity episode, but no, the um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, the on that basis, yeah, I feel like uh, I mean, again, the fact that we're down down uh, voted, we've already downvoted genius pretty low on this on our list, and and I think attendant ideas, cult of personality ideas, hero, mm-hmm. you know, heroicizing populations. I think, yeah, I think we can trust that we're going to do things on the list that will, um, carve that bit out, uh, ideally. But yeah, I still, I think we're getting close to being ready to rank, but yeah, I, I feel like the idea, let me just say, I, I feel that there are equally pro and con laden, imperfect other models. I mean, there are other models of mass transmission of information to populations that are happening in the world. I mean, even, you know, even something like, uh, like a, like a subreddit on Reddit where you have uh, people post an article or a piece of um, internet detritus, and then you have a comment section, but it's um, it's a it's an upvoted people. It's you know the yeah. the users upvote and downvote the um, comments. You uh, you know you have all of the same. You have all kind. You have similar uh, lowest common denominator problems that you have um, with the meter at the whole still, there are things, you know, the one thing I like that I like that's very reliable about a Reddit subreddit is if something's, if, if a news story is posted there that has spurious or incorrect information, then the first comment most, most upvoted will be a correction. And that's just because people, you know, love to people who are experts or have knowledge on the thing, love to, um, take pot shots, you know, love, love to prove that they know better, but it's still, there's a useful delivery. And I mean, again, I don't suggest for a second that anyone go on Reddit, but the, it's, if, if something, if, if, <laughs> well. if, if it's, I mean, I'm on there all the time, but if someone, uh, if you know how to use it right, it's a great website, but, um, it's also designed to make you want to use it wrong. So, but the, um, the other way, yeah, I think the, 
the fact that you know these these forays into different modeling or already already have pros dramatic pros that journalism doesn't makes me it would be ridiculous not to be optimistic that you could um have a have a superseding version and so yeah now we're but it's back to your question of being like do we posit that that thing would still be journalism and that that's what we're talking about i think if you said to someone look in the future um the way you understand media and information distribution will be completely different there's going to be um i I just think by the time you described whatever your ideal thing is people be like oh yeah cool like a good like a better journalism like I i still think i still think the core idea of um I still think the core idea carries. And I think, I think, I think even like, you know, I completely agree with you for the virtues of um, other models of uh, information exchange. Um, And, but I I think that there are tasks that they can't do that, that, um, that we do derive critical virtues from. I think, yeah, I think where I'm landing is that the mechanism model, like the mechanistic model of journalism has, uh, has merit and could have more merit everything about the cultural form of it i dislike everything yeah and yeah i, w- I wonder how we um it's 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 different like, can we separate ideas. out that and and you know maybe say that we have been discussing contemporary journalism or something <laughs> like that like nah, is there some we don't no, I, okay we, we can't hide yeah we don't want to get into the idea of we don't want to rank because we we're not we're not ranking, sure, sure. We're not ranking it's things a core idea they, we're not ranking things as they currently are on the list yeah I, yeah. my hunch is that we have to just rank it based on the idea that it's 50, 50, both those things. Okay. Because even like, you know, some of the problems are immediately removed in some instances, like say the economists, they, they don't give, um, bylines to any of their writers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so consequently then the incentive is for people, I mean, it removes the, the, it removes a lot of the problems of, um, the, the sort of personality driven stuff. And, um, you know, uh, I think yeah, has a clear result. And that's why I think saying 50, 50 still gives it a more than fighting chance because the 50% that we're ranking at, as a culture that you can, there are still positive impacts we can have on that by down ranking, ranking other ideas. So I think really, I'm just saying, you know, I'm just down you know, it's down weighting it a quarter, um, by doing that. Um, but I think, yeah, I think I, all I want to do is just not, um, yeah, not not give allow for the fact that there will be allow the, for the fact that there is a culture of journalism that as soon as you have journalism, you have a culture of journalism. Yeah, I completely agree because yeah. uh, otherwise it's just going to be number one. Yeah, <laughs> it's like well, well, it is. How are you going to live without information? This is the most important thing. It's, yeah, it's not just at form. I still don't think it would be number one, but it would be up there. And I think as is, uh, I would put it top ten for sure without without the um without the the other realities. That I, that, that I think we do it, yeah. I think we're on the same page with them. Yeah. You know, why they emerge and how they emerge. Because remember when we ranked fashion, you can't you can't rank fashion by just saying, oh, it's just having, you know, having a seasonal updating of what clothes people wear. Like you can't, you can't ignore that as soon as you have those ideas, you have the attendant, um, cult, yeah. you know, cultural challenges of that and narrative uh, intersections with things. And yeah, it's the same, it's the same thing. Um, there are, yeah, there are implicate, there are cultural implications to having a, having a population of people be journalists. Um, and I wonder where that means it ranks on the list. Yeah, let's hit it. Okay. So, um, we've got this is such a funny one. Cause I really like, I, I wasn't joking. Like some of the people I love the most are journalists. I've um, got a good, yeah, a couple of my favorite. And people. I really respect a lot of the work that they do. And then 
I would have to spend a week with them to decide if I respected the work that they do. But I don't. Yeah. But se- <laughs> but, but separate to that, I think they're great people who I like. Um, some of them are some of them are great dresses. Um, the so let's look. So I think so. Where the two places to start? Should we be looking at the at where? neutral ideas start to go bad or should we start or should we start by looking at where good ideas start to turn uh murky i feel like let's start at the neutral um with an idea that might go up okay sweet so i feel like the pivot point um i mentioned um fashion like so we've got uh, we got fashion cheating above that cruises above that jobs jobs seems really I, i instinctively find that really comparable in terms of I think I think maybe all of those are above it. Mm. What do you think? Oh, sorry, uh, maybe not fashion. I think maybe it's above fashion. Yeah, below it's, cruises definitely. It's, cruises is def, are definitely better. Like they're just so, yeah, for sure. They're just so clean and neat, and just a simple, nice idea. Uh, yeah, jobs is jobs is. Uh, yeah, even though cheating is definitely better, so it's below. I want to spend a second passing out. It's helpful for me to pass out the difference between it and jobs, and I feel like. With job like jobs, is, yeah. jobs is, um, I like jobs came under fire for me in a lot of ways. Um, in terms of just is in a similar way of just being like, oh, there are just a lot of other ways things could work. Um, they're very very similar in terms of being like, um, yeah, I think uh, one way that I th- I feel like journalism has more of an argument for itself as um, uh, a thing that is the most proven way. Um, to achieve certain outcomes so far, but, um, also, yeah, I feel like jobs just has so much more, even like, even in a world where you didn't have incomes, currency, uh, you know, uh, reductive, um, ideas of actualization, stratification of society, you could still have a version of jobs that is good and nice. You could still, as in jobs are probably still going to be, uh, a sensibly positive thing. Um, Mm -hmm. which, yeah. Whereas, yeah, journalism, I feel like, um, uh, sim, as you say, the, the idea that we're, even if, if you carry it through, um, into the, into the future, you do it by re- replacing so many of its parts that, uh, uh yeah, yeah. it's potentially not the same thing. Yeah. Um, I, um, yeah, I could just picture me in the meeting, like it's a committee meeting and we're deciding what to bring to the new world. And everybody says journalism as, and sort of roughly as it is, and I just hit my head on the desk. I'm like, I don't want to go. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah, jobs. jobs how, are we, how are we so unambitious? <laughs> jobs, do, jobs doesn't make me feel. Uh, jobs, I'd be like, guys. I get I, it. I'd be like, guys. Here's my here's my discussion points about that. Whereas, uh, but I but I get where you're coming from. Whereas with journalism, I'm like, what do you mean? Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, but and and that's um, uh, academic. I feel like many journalists feel that way as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure journalists would have a more um, well-formulated and cutting critique of journalism than we possibly could. Um, but, yeah, but, again, the jobs thing is academic because cheating is definitely better. Um, she's, and, yeah. and, you know, cheating cheating has big jam- damaging pros, but I feel like, yeah, it, it just has uh, – it just has a real argument for its for its essentialness. I feel like it's this, it's at the spot on the list where it's that it's at because it's really awful and also you really need it. <laughs> like and um, yeah, I feel like it would be like removing a part of your brain to, to not have it. <laughs> totally. Um, so yeah, so we're back around fashion. So you've got fashion, fashion, inheritance, marriage. This is really so. Um, marriage is the start of stuff where it's just like oh, you can easily. 
I think it's better than marriage and celebrity. I agree. Yeah. 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 Cause that, cause marriage and celebrity is where you start with stuff where it's like, Oh, there's no question that you can just start a new society and you would just not, you would just not get around to putting them in cause you'd put too mm. many other things in. Yeah. Um, whereas I think, yeah, uh, there'd be, again, there's still the discussion to be had about journalism's, um, place and potential importance. Um, in which case, and you know, the, uh, I do think it's probably f- better than fashion and inheritance. I can't think of an argument for why I can't think of a strong, I like fashion a lot better, but again, we talked about fashion as a dangerously sexy and likable idea. Um, inheritance is kind of, you know, it's, uh, not the worst. It's not, inheritance isn't the worst bad thing, you know? Uh, yeah, no, I think it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I think we're, we're leading to the same spot. Yeah. Above fashion and below cheating. Yeah. Yeah. That feels, yeah, that feels really. I think that's what I said straight away. It feels, it feels good. Um, Thank you for I'm indulging me. With talk about, no, no, it's the, this whole thing is an indulgence. Um, I'm surprised that we didn't talk about um, some of the other ideas that we've discussed in um, this podcast, like, like debate and fairness. Like, mm. I think those ones sort of um, really do filter across a lot of what is bad about journalism. Those sort of, um, but I guess it's those baked in assumptions that um, we're just the, 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 the repeating of, of narratives that are, that are not useful. We just, it is, it is funny. I mean, again, maybe good and evil. Maybe I just felt that talking about that it sustains reductive narratives felt like enough for me, but you're right. Like you could itemize a lot of what those are. And again, yeah. Mm. And again, a lot of them are things like fairness and good and evil. And listeners, if you're wondering why we think those are so bad, um, you can listen to the corresponding existing episodes of the Rank Idea podcast. Yeah, do yourself a favor. In which we discuss them. Um, that might be our longest episode yet, Chris, um, which, you know, journalism journalists should at least feel flattered that we took that much time um, dismantling them. Um I'm sure they will. I'm sure they'll be very appreciative. That's it. Um, end journalism in our time is the motto of the podcast. Uh, my name is Nick Deladovic. Um, Chris Andrew is my co-host. We uh, are produced by Nick, by the ever patient and lovely Nick McCorriston. I want to call him out because it's his birthday today. Uh, happy birthday, Nick. Happy birthday, Nick Mink. And um, yeah, uh, we are going to roll straight into another um, episode right after this. So, um, you know, uh, you can either listen to them both broken up across a week or smash them as a kind of thematic double bill because we're going to do another listener suggestion. But in the meantime, uh, we really appreciate you, um, particularly even if you're a journalist. Yeah, I also just want to say that when we do have merch... Um, we should get a end journalism in our time t-shirt. I feel like I feel like that's good th- thematic stuff for yeah, us. It's great. It's much better than me trying to get um, terms the terms spicy and the spice going as uh, things in the podcast. Um, <laughs> Is that something that's been happening? I haven't. I've been, I've been subtly trying to just trying to say it at odd times and just seeing if the if a fan community will embrace it. But now I've ruined it. Uh, oh, that's the spice. That's the spice. Spice it up with your old spice gang. Here on Rank Ideas. Spicy later. Sometimes commotion, sometimes no commotion.